Welcome to the Delicate Dynamic with your host, Daquana White. Tune in for deep thoughts, dope vibes, and all the drama. You can join the Delicate Dynamic podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, YouTube, and Instagram. Let's drift into this week's episode. Hello, 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 and welcome back to The Delicate Dynamic, and welcome here. If you are new here, I am your host, Daquana White. This is episode number two. This episode is centered around content creators and their creativity, or the lack thereof. It's going to open up a discussion as far as why is everything starting to look the same, Now, this is episode number two. And if you are watching, I want to thank you. If you checked out episode one, thank you for that as well. That is where you can get to know me a little more. Okay, first episode jitters, we are going to shake them off. We are not nervous anymore. We are comfortable, okay? You have to speak it until you are it. But I do want to make this a comfy space. I don't want to be too uptight, too uniform, Okay, but I will try to work on poise and posture and things like that and uh, not fidgeting too much with the hair, minimizing the ums and trying to stay on topic and on task. Okay, let's go ahead and hop in. Thank you so much for joining this episode. And you can find the Delicate Dynamic over on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. You can listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, iHeartRadio, and Amazon Podcasts, as well as Google Podcasts. Hopefully, I didn't mention anyone two times. So let's go ahead and hop in. I think I want to start this episode with a quote. So Drake said, trying to satisfy everybody till enough is enough, and then it's too much. That's from his song Redemption off of his album Views, and I felt that. That's going to be the only time I touch my hair. But I definitely felt that because... It can get hard being a content creator. I know people say it's easy. It's easy money. And that's a whole nother episode. I saw someone who said it was really easy. But I also saw that person start from literally going viral. Going viral. Of course everything came easy to you. The millions came easy. (laughs) But that's neither here nor there. We will talk about that in another episode. Because it is on my list of segments okay or topics so as a creator it's understandable when you lose inspiration trust me I've been there so does that mean you need to do the same thing that everybody else is doing I've definitely seen things that I started doing here on my YouTube channel okay well not here but over on my YouTube channel at the Quanta White and I've seen it show up on channels that popped up after mine I didn't take offense They do say imitation is the highest form of flattery. I think we can beg to differ. We can agree to disagree with that statement. Um, A lot of people aren't flattered by being flat out duplicated or imitated. But I do think if you take, you know, inspiration to 
you know, mention it, give back, you know, mention where it came from. So I've noticed myself gain inspiration from others and I incorporated over on YouTube. And I've also reached points where everything just felt so repetitive and I thought it became very boring to my viewers. You know, I often question like, how long am I going to be a content creator? How long am I going to be an influencer? And at what point does my viewers get tired, you know? Because as a content creator, you watch your views, you watch your analytics. And I try to stray away from it because it can really like it can really put you down. But I definitely found myself on several occasions just questioning if my passion for influencing was still there. And I think because when I came in, you know, the views and I do apologize for the hair. OK, I the the views were just like skyrocket, right? As soon as you post a video, it's going to be a guaranteed 10K, 20K, 30K, but maybe, maybe even 100K if you're doing a certain brand. And then slowly but surely, it started to be like fading away. And it's like, did people just not like and stay around? Did the algorithm toss me out? What happened? You know, you begin to just question those things. So social media can be very blinding. If you allow it to, if you forget to take breaks as well, I'm a firm believer in taking breaks from social media and I might be on my phone, but I'm not always posting. I'm not always in my comments and I'm not always, I just, you know, will post and go post and go. But as a content creator and entrepreneur influencer, whose livelihood depends heavily on social media promotion it can become overwhelming and sometimes it can be draining. Responding to every comment, posting consistently, trying to keep up with the trends, studying the algorithm, like it can really get to you, especially over this past year, watching how the views have dwindled, the comments have dwindled. And it's like, did I not respond to enough people? Did I not respond quick enough? What is it? What did I do wrong? You start to put the pressure on yourself and it's nothing wrong with holding yourself accountable. It's nothing wrong with just, what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> Again, holding yourself accountable, but also, you know, studying and wanting to improve. That's what it was, <laughs> wanting to improve upon yourself. But then it, sometimes it could just be like, well, you know, it can. you can be hard on yourself. You can be your worst critic. You can literally be your worst critic. So social media is constantly growing, okay? With apps like TikTok, TikTok literally took off in 2020. I don't know if it was around before then, but in 2020, I guess we were all in the house and we were all looking for something to do. And people were like, TikTok, download it, download it, download it, right? And it's a, it's a random platform. It's a random platform where any random user can gain likes and followers and viral moments. So with that being said, does that make influencing for everyone? Does the amount of likes and comments and followers you get determine your influence? That's a really good question because brands and companies definitely see that. They're like, oh my gosh, she got 10 million views. Let's send her a Birkin. <laughs> I'm being a little outrageous because they're not sending Birkins. Well, not to influences that I know, but... They might, they might. 
Um, but like I said, does that make influencing for everyone just because you happen to go viral or just because you happen to gain some followers or a little bit of nor- a notoriety? Why did I struggle with that word? Notoriety. <laughs> so I've always felt that being an influencer is attainable for most with work and dedication, just like anything else. Now, personally, I did launch a course in influencing and I didn't do it as a gimmick. I didn't do it as a, uh, you know, pulling the wool over someone's eyes. I literally put everything, everything that I knew about influencing into one course and package it really nicely. And that was because I did see where people constantly asked me, I want to, you know, emails, comments, DMs. I want to be an influencer. Can you show me how? Or can you mentor me? Or this, that, and the third. So I was like, I do have a mentorship program, but let me, that was recent. But the course came before the mentorship program. And I also had a brand ambassadorship program, which is on pause right now. But to, you know, let people study up under me and be like, you know, this is my walk of life. And when I say up under, I don't mean that as in, I'm above people and I know, you know, being humble, quote unquote, uh, practicing humility and all that doesn't get you anywhere. According to some people, you have to be arrogant and an a-hole, but, um, yeah, I don't see anybody below me or beneath me. Like you may have less followers, but that doesn't make you any less of a person. So I've always felt like, as I said, being an influencer is attainable and more people, Every day are yearning for an easy come up. And I'm a quote unquote that easy, okay? Um, or being the next viral thing. You see people do so many gimmicks and skits and fake trends and things like that just to get views. And it's like, okay, but when you get those, what are you going to do with that? So it has me questioning like what career paths the next generation are yearning for? Because I'm going to tell you something. In school... I never said I want to be a YouTuber. I never said, I might have said entrepreneur, never said YouTuber. You know, in school, we were like, I want to be a teacher. I want to be a a scientist. I want to be a surgeon. I want to be, and I particularly said I wanted to be a brain surgeon for some reason. I had no clue why I wanted to be that. Nowadays, ask, you know, if you have siblings, cousins, you know, little kids around the neighborhood, anything like that, ask them what they want to do when they get older. Because it's like less and less and less we're hearing those major jobs. And I mentioned this in episode one, but those major jobs that everybody just was like, this is what you should want to yearn for. You should want to be this, a doctor, a lawyer, you know, (laughs) a scientist, a chemist. Like you should want to do that. And... Now, I want to be a YouTuber. I want I want to be a TikToker. I want to be a singer, a rapper. I want to go viral. Okay? I want to do something what I see is easy. And this is me from a kid perspective. Something I see is easy. I can sit in my house and record all day. I can go in a driveway and do a couple of dances. That's what I want to do. So, I, that's just like something that I'm curious about too. So, if you have kids or if you know any kids and you ask them that question... Comment down below what they said. I just want to know, like, in the school system, what are they perpetuating as far as career choices and things like that? So is this being seen as the easy way out? And is it attainable for everybody or everyone to become content creators or influencers? Does followers equal influence? 
something that we all are questioning. I, well, I am anyways. So now that we've established the background, let's move into what I've seen on social media. So because I don't personally watch other channels that create the same type of content as myself, I support channels. You know, I might come across and comment. I might watch the full video. I might check out your channel. I might love your vlogs, but I don't watch like fashion content. That's for personal reasons. <laughs> I don't want to sound like the next person. I don't want to look like I'm taking too much or taking something from the next person. Whether that's how they talk, whether that's, you know, adding certain clips into the video to quote unquote make it more interesting. I don't want to compare myself either. So I personally, you know, I can love you as a content creator. I could love all your Instagram photos, all of your TikToks, but I don't watch too many YouTube videos that do the same exact thing that I do simply because I don't want to find myself comparing. I can support definitely, but I just don't watch like so many plus size trial hauls. But I support my girls that do. Okay, I love a flick. I love when they posting up on Instagram. I love it. But I can't watch it because it can be like I'm studying these people. How did this person get 20K views on this and I only got 5K doing the same company? What did she do so differently? Oh, the qualities are different. This quality is better. Like, you can just start to study and you can't even enjoy the content anymore. So I definitely, I can't. <laughs> so with that being said, uh, I go based off of, well, I'll say... I can go based off of TikTok because I feel like for me, that's the fastest, like TikTok grew faster than any other platform that I've seen. Any. In two years, I'm pretty sure they're probably well over a billion users. I can't quote that. <laughs> we'll check it out on the news articles on Google. Why did I say articles like that? But we'll check it out. But I can pretty sure, like I can pretty firmly say there's probably over a billion users on tiktok so that's what i see right um uh-oh not we said um <laughs> every video i scroll it like i said it's the most rapid growing platform that i've seen and the videos that i scroll i could probably scroll in my head get ready with me organize my pantry uh amazon finds <laughs> get ready with me a haul makeup, mukbang, ASMR, dancing and singing, cleaning up, Amazon finds, cooking, organizing, house tour. Those are just, I already know when I get on TikTok, this is what I'm going to see. And yet, I still go get on TikTok. And everything is like the same old, same old. So every home is starting to look similar as well. Every house is like nude and cream or black and gray, or glam and pink, or like, I can almost see every color palette for houses. That's why when I come across people who have such different houses, I'm like, oh my gosh, I love that. That's why I started trying to put different colors into my own house, like the bedroom, let's add a pop of color, let's do green, you know? And mind you, I didn't have inspiration when it came to my bedroom when I first set it up in my uh, first apartment. First apartment, white and pink. 
Second townhouse, it was black and pink and silver. Came over here, it was black, silver, tan. Added some wood to it because I got all plantsy and all of that good stuff and more spiritual and I love the natural and neutral tones and things. My girlfriend and I started living together and I'm like, okay, we switched bedrooms and things like that. And I was like, we got to add some color. <laughs> we added some green to it. I was like, I feel like we're losing color. We're not, I want to be a little different. I love this room here. This room, even though the color palette is kind of like the color palette is like, you know, nudes and pinks and, you know, kind of moody. I still feel like it's a little bit different. So I'm just like, why is everything starting to look similar? The outfits looking the same. Like, girl, I, I could scroll up three videos and see that same old outfit. Like, And I think the question is, is there a line to be drawn, right? Have creators lost creativity and has individually... And what was I saying? <laughs> is individuality still a thing? So I, I, I did it. I, I know. Don't do me in the comments, okay? So I guess... I can also argue that maybe everything is not the same and maybe some things just aren't showing up on my algorithm, right? Maybe on my timeline, some things are showing up because you liked similar things before. And I think as like, as the people who are creating these algorithms, you should think about introducing new scenery to people. Just because I like this, don't show me everything else that looks the same just because I like this one Amazon find I don't need to see 20 more throughout the day and that that actually kind of leads me into capitalism but before we get to capitalism I want to uh question is everything looking similar due to the fact that this is what brands are paying for so you want to be a youtuber you want to be confident you want to be an entrepreneur you want to be who you are destined to be. I Wanna Be is a learning program created by Daquana White, a social media powerhouse and entrepreneur. She tailored this program to assist individuals on their unique paths to success, helping with minor lifestyle changes to huge steps in branding. I Wanna Be is based on authentic experiences and offers genuine guidance, lessons in lifestyle, graphics, growing, business, and so much more. Sessions that include follow-along demonstrations and hands-on presentations. Courses can be purchased separately or grouped in relating packages. I Wanna Be also offers a complimentary journal to help keep track of all your amazing ideas and inspirational merch for everyday attire. Be sure to visit IWannaBe.biz to get started today. Or this is what's bringing in the views. Or this is what tends to go viral. Why does everybody want one of the same thing if somebody posts their couch on tiktok everybody in the comments where'd you get it from exact link right now exact color exact size drop it down below so it's like why do we all want the same thing right why do we i don't know <laughs> i don't know and i think the answer is tiktok had mastered attention spans right if you're not catching my eye or catching my attention within that first sentence i don't care i'm scrolling <laughs> i'm scrolling i'm thankful for the people who watch my full tiktoks because 
I don't like just jump right in. Sometimes you gotta have a build up, like, dang. But that also, like I said, leads me into the capitalism of it all. Of course, everybody in some form or fashion wants to maintain, right? But buying 30 mops, five vacuums, 100 makeup palettes in one year, <laughs> it's just becoming a little excessive. It's like, it's too much. It's just too much. So I know I'll haul things. And I know I'm a part of capitalism. So I'm not sitting up here like I'm, you know, on top of everything and I'm just looking down on everybody who participates. No. I think for me, you know, I try to minimize it. <laughs> if that's the thing. I try to minimize it. Like I try to be very selective of my partnerships and collaborations because I know ultimately... They're paying me to promote their product, right? But in that same breath, like I said, I'm pushing a service or a product. But I try vlogging and cooking and things in between to avoid overdoing it. I don't want all of my videos to say, buy this, buy this, buy this, buy this, try this, try this, try this, right? I'm over on YouTube. I constantly apologize to my viewers because I find myself doing one video a week that video happens to be a brand who pays me every week but i'm like in between i want to be able to do other things but then i'm like you deserve a break and i take my breaks so i don't get overwhelmed but then i'm like but then when i come back i'm putting up the same thing i don't want to be repetitive i don't want to be boring so it, it's just it's a catch-22 like it's a catch-22 and it's, I like getting collaboration opportunities with brands for things that I already do too. So if I sat here and did this podcast and because I'm using newer lighting, newer microphone, right? I What else newer? Oh, I use newer ring lights, uh, newer shadow box lights, newer, all types of newer stuff. Backdrop stands. I would want like, you know, something like that, right? Shout out to Newer being a sponsor. That's cool because I was already doing it. I was already using it. Before I got sponsored by Fashion Nova, I was already wearing it. I was already buying it. Fashion to figure. Already wearing it. Already She in. I was already. So I'm cool with that. Like my wax videos, I loved. Oh, you want to sponsor me and I already use your wax? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. You want to know why? Because I was already telling people in the comments what I was doing, what I was using, where this was from. Link is in the bio. I was already doing it. So if a brand want to come along and be like, hey, let's, I want to pay you for it. All right. <laughs> cool. Because I'm going to still be doing this. I was already doing it. But let me go ahead and scroll up. Um, oh, not the um. I'm going to catch myself, y'all. I'm going to catch myself. But I think I did so much better in this video or in this podcast because you might not even be watching the video, okay? So my goal isn't to gatekeep. My goal is not to say that everybody can't be an influencer. Everybody can't go viral. Everybody can't be a content creator. That's not my goal. Not my goal at all. I don't want to gatekeep, okay? I'm just wanting like more individualism more creativity, more innovation. I think that's why some creators really take long breaks and try so hard to be different and they get bullied in the process. I see young ladies, they do get ready with me. 
But because somebody else in the comments is like, that don't match. It's like, you're bullying her for putting on something she wanted to put on. Who, who said she had to match? Who said she had to fit into your aesthetic? Who said she had to wear something? Because, you know, she just want to show you her outfit. And if you want to do it different, do it different. Okay. And we can be teachable, but I think also putting yourself in front of the cameras, people that opens like the floor and people feel like they can say whatever they can treat you. However, you posted this and I have a right to comment on it. I don't give up what you talking about. Okay, I have the right to tell you that's ugly. Your hair is ugly, your face is ugly, and so is your outfit and your body. And I'm like, you know, when I stepped into this game, I did not know the the skin that I would have had to create, right? The thick skin that I would have had to create for myself. So this conversation actually forces me to look more closely into the celebrity culture. Not going to go all the way in depth. But we're going to touch on it just a little bit. So why do all celebrities want to fit into a certain aesthetic? And that can be plastic surgeries. The faces, the faces are all starting to look the same, y'all. Y'all can't not admit that. You can't say you're looking at this rapper and not thinking that she was another rapper. Like, <laughs> come on. And that's why I like people who have their own look. That might be why someone, I'm not naming no names. It is what it is. But that, it might be why some people come up faster than others. Because there's one thing different about them. But as long as you got a flat stomach and a fast, you're good. Right? Same fashions. I just saw a freaking post and like five different celebrities had on the same outfit. Same outfit, maybe a different tone of their boots, but that top and that bottom, same thing. Not to say maybe they just like the same thing at the store. Maybe they stylish, just thought it would look amazing on them. But it was like, yo, no, like no individuality, individuality. So I don't know, y'all. Same house, same car. You want the rhinestone roof? I want the rhinestone roof. I don't even know. Is it rhinestones or uh, what's the other things? Dang, I can't remember the name. They're like they're not diamonds, but they not rhinestones. <laughs> what are they called? But those things on the roof in the car, everybody want them. And why do consumers shame those who look different and are okay with looking different? Hmm. Hmm. That's a good question. Let me tell you something. I went on my YouTube channel with a wig that I had just customized. Pretty golden brown, kinky straight, super full, right? I was going for a certain look. I achieved it. I went and they was like, oh, you know, people in the comments, I don't really like this wig. Cute haul though. The wig, I'm not feeling the hair. I'm not, it ages you. Well, baby, I'm not trying to look 19 all my life. I ain't trying to look 21 all my life, 23 or 25. I'm 28. And if I look 35, I don't give a shit. <laughs> like, I don't care. Like, I, I couldn't understand. Like, I could, but I couldn't. I knew the comments would be interesting. 
But it was like my unit gave what it wanted to give for me. And people literally didn't like me for trying something different. Well, I'm not going to say didn't like me. Didn't like the fact that I tried something different and was confident in that. Like, I literally was complimenting my hair the whole video. I was like, oh, this go good with this skirt. This dress is real cute. See myself with some white boots in this hair. They was like, no, ma'am. We don't like it. You know, the women coming into the rap game with the natural bodies, with the, you know, the slimmers, the slimmers. <laughs> I'm going to call them slim gems. But no, for real. Uh, my girl, Glorilla, getting hella hate. Girl, you need a BBL. You need a nose reduction. You look like Sid from the Ice Age. Like, I'm like, dang. Y'all coming at this girl like she don't look good. You know, like she don't have her own sound. That's another thing, too. She got that deep voice, okay? <laughs> I'm just playing. But nah, she got a deep voice. She got a little rasp behind it. She got a little uh about her. And I fucked with it. But people like, you know, they're sexualizing her. Girl, what it sound like when you get back shot. So maybe she had did that video. I don't really know. But it was just like, yo, she, she dope. Like, she cool. She energetic. She brings something different. She don't sound like every other person. It's not period. Okay, like, I'm cool. I'm trying to work through not replicating things. And I'm trying to work through the idea that being who I am and, you know, but I progress, right? We all progress. We all change. We all evolve. Some people are okay with the change and some people are not. I'll tell you, when I started changing the style of how I did my try-ons because it was easier for me as someone who does everything myself, hair, makeup, editing, setups, every single thing, respond to comments, I was like, you know... This is easier for me to stand back here and do a live try on. So when I stopped sitting up close and then trying it on in a separate clip and putting them together and merging them, I feel like, you know, some people was like, look, we ain't messing with this new style. So as you change, it's like you can't please everybody, right? What did Drake say? Trying to satisfy everybody till enough is enough. And then it's too much. <laughs> and then it's too much. Uh, the, the views on certain videos can put users on the path to keep up with those numbers. That's another thing. That's another thing. And it becomes repetitive. So I want to work within a signature style without becoming repetitive and boring. I don't want numbers to dictate my posting. When I posted my first wax video, millions of views. I think right now that video has 10 million views on TikTok. I was shook it. <laughs> Even on YouTube, I think it has like 500K, a half a million or something. And that's that's major for YouTube, especially for my channel. So I was like, oh, wow. I didn't know this would resonate with who it resonated with. But I also didn't want my whole page to just become waxing. And I still wanted to do whatever I was doing in between. But I definitely see the difference. My wax videos can hit 2 million overnight, 5 million overnight. I post a vlog, I might get 10K, might get 7K, right? You may even touch 20K, might do a get ready with me, may get 50K, 25K, try on haul, same thing, 10, 15, 20. But I know for a fact when I post that wax, it's probably going to reach 100,000 
plus every single time. So with that, it's like I could easily just turn my whole page into waxing, but I still want to maintain being Daquana. I want to maintain being who people started watching when they first started watching me, right? When they first came over to my platform. And it's hard to find a balance. I think the best thing to do is to take breaks. Uh, you can criticize yourself. You can definitely look back and see what you can do different, what you would have changed. I, I watched my first episode for the podcast. I took the feedback. Stop playing with your hair so much. Okay, <laughs> I got you. I'm going to stop fidgeting with my hair too much. Right? I may have did it five times in this podcast episode. I may have said, um, five times. But it's different things that I want to work on and I want to evolve. But I want to maintain who I am. Who is a slippery slope? It's a slippery slope, but I just wanted to open up the conversation as far as why is everything starting to look the same? Where is the creation inside our creators? You know, as an artist, as a designer, as a creator, uh, I see myself as a visionary. And it's like, I never want to see myself try to fit the mold to the point where I lose myself. And it's cool. It's cool to pick up bits and pieces. It's cool to get inspiration, right? But I don't think it's cool to entirely just lose yourself within that. So I just wanted to open up the discussion. If you're listening to this over on Spotify, Anchor, or Apple, or Amazon, Google, iHeartRadio, uh, if you want to engage in conversation, you can definitely check us out over on, or check me out. Who am I saying us? <laughs> can definitely check me out over on Instagram at the Delicate Dynamic and leave a comment there over on TikTok, Delicate Dynamic, as well as YouTube, the Delicate Dynamic, and leave a comment and leave your thoughts. And if you're watching this on YouTube, I would definitely love to hear more from you down below. Thank you once again for joining episode two of The Delicate Dynamic with your host, Daquana White. Let me know if things have been seeming very, very similar on your timeline. And if you may be getting a little tired of seeing the same old, same old. What else would you like to see on your timeline? Is everything too gimmicky? Is it all looking the same? Comment down below. Thanks for listening. I would love to hear your feedback on this episode. Be sure to leave your thoughts in a comment. Don't forget to give me a thumbs up and subscribe for more content like this.